Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! <laughs> Welcome! We got Randy Smith and Nate Smith. How are you guys doing? Doing great. How are you? Doing good. good thanks. Great to have you on. Sorry we're coming this late. I was old and slow, and I got out of the gym late. You know how it goes. I'm sure you guys do. <laughs> so we want to get you on. I see that you're fundraising to go to Germany uh, to represent the country in kickboxing. Can you guys tell us a little bit about that and why you got to raise your own money? Why is the, the country paying for you? Um, I don't really know, man. That's just how it is, but... uh. We're, get, we're, we're getting it done. We're chipping away at it. Got a lot of people that are um, showing us su- support from both uh, the Auburn area and um, Cortland area and, and outside those areas as well. So uh, we're, 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 uh, we're getting in there. We're closing in. You know, we're still a little bit of short. We, we raised up enough to cover our airline tickets and our hotels and stuff. And uh, we're just, you know, some odds and ends, you know, we're going on food. We're going to Germany, so we got to cover our own, you know, our own food and stuff like that. But we're we're making progress. We're grateful for the what people have donated so far. Yeah, it's so expensive to fight in your own country when you're not when you're just traveling to a fight. Not let alone like flying to another country. You got to cut weight there. You got to eat there. You got to have hotels there. There's like nothing you can do. It's not like you drive your car there. Like you can't you can't cut expenses at all. Um, yeah. Just so roundabout, like how much is, is this looking to cost you? Um, r- roughly, probably around like uh, five grand. Five grand, and it, that would be, you know, that would be pretty. Covers everything. Covers everything, but that would be not like that'd be the cheap route. You know what I mean? It's like a thousand bucks a ticket for the the plane. The planes are alone. Another thousand or so for. Um, hotels and then you know we got uniforms and gear equipment gear and equipment and um then you know food and then we got to cover our travel over there as well you know like shuttles or trains or buses and And to and from and then that's just for the fights that's not like to do anything that's not to like go out and get your food that's 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 so people don't understand like how expensive it is to i mean people that travel do but people don't understand like they just think that you're you're making money to fight and oh you're making all this money and like you're just all amateurs so you're not even getting paid to do it it's not like you're there's a big go ahead i'm sorry let me cut you off no he's good <laughs> i just had to get paid nothing <laughs> yeah like amateurs don't get paid at all so they're, he's doing all this to represent his country and and for the experience so this is a five thousand dollar trip that's not being reimbursed like he's going there and he's representing our country so i know we have a lot of people yeah. that love love to help out fighters so um i'm gonna put the i mean the, the um the experience is priceless though if you think about it right like i know you're old school like i am right like we didn't really have them opportunities when we, were, when we were coming up you know like we were like myself you know my pro debut i was weighing in a janitor's closet and fighting 15 <laughs> minutes later you know what i mean so um to, to build them up and put them on a stage like that you know is it's is huge you know i mean he's he's been fighting for since he's been eight years old, you know, so he's uh has has a huge opportunity opportunity here. So 
really, you know, if we got want to make it happen, um, one way or one way or the other, you know. But it's it, the opportunity for him is is priceless, and we're like we're like really grateful to have to have this opportunity to go out there and represent the United States. How many people are on the team? What is it like? There's a lot of people. Like, I think around twenty. Around twenty fighters, I believe. Mike Stevens is on that card as well, right? Like, yeah, he's coming down with you. Yeah, we're yeah, having him is. on later tonight too. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's, he's a real up. up and coming guy, man. He, I just watched a couple of his fights. I think we fought, these guys fought on the same card. Yeah, he's a really too. good Golden Gloves boxer. I saw that, and he has good kicks too. For just me, from coming from a boxing background, he has really good kicks. It's been pretty yeah. impressive. He's got pretty decent elbows and knees too. I uh, he came in my gym not too long ago. And we we did some rounds too. Like he's a tough guy, man. He's good in the clinch too. He's like good everywhere. Yeah, I saw um, an interview. You said once he grabs the clinch, he doesn't like to let go. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's a fucking savage. I, was, I don't mean to cuss in front of youngin, but uh, he's, he's got goddamn savage in the clinch, dude. Like he gets a hold of you. Those <laughs> knees and elbows are coming. Like he moves around really well. That whole team yeah. down there, Doyle's like that too, and uh, Mackenzie, like. Man, all all the people from that gym are really really solid in the clinch. Now this this fight in Germany is gonna be a K one fight. K one or Muay Thai? We get to pick what one we want to do. Yeah, we're not gonna do Muay Thai. We got three options. You got K one, Muay Thai, and Glory Rules. You know, so like we're either gonna do probably K one. You know, a slight chance we might do the Glory, but um, K one for sure. Isn't just a difference that clinch wise basically. Yeah, so the 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 K one there's like there's maybe like one strike in a clinch if there's any clinch at all. Glory, you would get like uh, three to five seconds in a clinch, and Muay Thai, you could stay the whole fight in there as long as you're working. Can you elbow and glory in K one in the amateurs? Um, I'm not sh- I don't so I I'm not really sure. I um, a lot of the shows I haven't seen it, but we were down at the the the. Waterworks there in Buffalo, and they were doing elbows with the pads on. So I think it, it I think it uh, depends on the commission. Um, yeah. For the ISK, I don't think so. I, mean, I haven't seen that. I could be wrong, but I, I do not think so. So uh, we we call the Riverworks fights. So um, they do um, uh, a, uh, a class Muay Thai, which means you can elbow with the elbow pads on too. So if you have more than two fights and you agree to do an A class fight. Uh, you can put the elbow pads on and you can elbow too. Uh, Michael Walters, who's a, a referee who definitely knows what's going on, he was just on the PFL card. We saw you on there. Uh, no elbows in glory or K1. Damn it. I, hey, Mike, I want to apologize to you too. So I did not know that that fight that you were repping was an amateur fight. You definitely got in there at the right time. I, I thought that was a pro fight because of the spot on the card it was. But uh, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's why we gotta do some more tight kind of all day. Uh, yeah, Mike Watchers. Yeah, Mike Watchers. Good afternoon, there. Mike. <laughs> yeah, that, that's awesome. That like we got the referees just come in and jump in and they, they let us know what the rules are. And we're you're fighting, you don't even know the rules. <laughs> uh, you know, though, I mean it's never been an issue. We always get the rules that those Hour and a half rules meeting before the fight, so we just make the adjustments and get in there. And uh, he's been doing this for a long time, so the rules may change a little bit from promotion to promotion or commission to commission. But he's uh, he's just he's experienced enough just to you know make them adjustments and go. Yes, what's your goal in kickboxing, mate? Kickboxing, 
Well, my goal actually is to eventually transition to MMA when I turn 18. I'm just been doing kickboxing because I'm not old enough to MMA yet. So after I go to Germany, once I turn 18, I think I'm going to have my first adult fight, do a couple adult kickboxing fights, then I'll transition to MMA later on. Man, you're going to be a killer. I can't wait. Do you wrestle in school? I did wrestling for maybe like a week, but I was a I did jiu-jitsu for a while. So he used to have a gym and we used to have a Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach called Rodolfo Brasilios. And I did jiu-jitsu with, him, jiu-jitsu with him for like how long? Two years, maybe? Pretty long time. So, Man, that's awesome. What's it like watching your son grow up, Randy, in front of your eyes, just battling people all the time? Oh, man. It's... Um, it's amazing, really. You know what I mean? It's 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 amazing. Like he he's basically growing up in the gym. I got pictures of him, you know, like with his diaper on, playing with the foot, playing with the foot, playing with the focus pads and stuff on the ground. I got pictures of him uh, grappling with John Jones. Sick. You know, like he, he's, he's growing up. He's growing up in the he's growing up in the gym and always, you know right from an early age, you know, he was pretty much throwing punches before he was walking, you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a picture of me with a baby with boxing gloves just sitting right on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's growing up, and he's always, you know, he's really good with the team. You know, he's always, from a young age, he's been smarter adults, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he's really done a, been around it, and um, he's a great teammate, you know, and, like, like the gym that we have now, you know, we have a small gym, but they're, uh, you know, Nate's a bit of a leader there, and we're, we're like a like a little family, you know. We train in the basement of a place that I work, and, um, you know, every night we get down there, Nate comes up on the weekends, and we go down there, and we do a fight training, you know what I mean? We don't mess around with too many other things. We just get after it. So I grew up with my uh, – my son grew up in the gym with me as well, and uh, we definitely had some uh, headbutts between the two of us fighting as uh, yeah. as we came up. Do you guys uh, have any good stories like that where you guys, like, really clashed heads or you like he's like, no, nah, it's not the right way to do it. We're going to do it like this. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me yeah. tell you something. Man, yeah. I've, I've, grounded, I've grounded him a few times, you know, but nothing <laughs> nothing crazy. <laughs> no, whenever I disrespect him or something, if he goes sparring, he'll give me a lesson right in the sparring. <laughs> <laughs> that's my punishment <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing too nothing too crazy he's a pretty respectable kid you know what i mean but there's uh so you know i'm his dad right i'm his dad first and his coach second so there's a fine line between the two you know so like sometimes i just gotta i gotta straddle that line you know like so i you know, started off i can't like go lighter on him i do the other guys the other guys will pick up on it so maybe i go a little bit harder on him but not we're around he's around it all the time you know so you know i spent a lot i spent a lot out of him but he's a real super respectful kid um on the most part and uh he's a he's a privilege right like you know he's got more talent than you know he's got better opportunity than i had you know i was 32 when i had my professional debut he's he's grown up and and it's just it's really like it's it's a privilege to to be involved to be involved in it you know we just branched out, um, got him training, reached out to some of my old teammates that run a gym in Portland because I live in Auburn now. So he's training at the, during the week, he's training with uh, Zach Burhand, um over at the Brojo. He's getting some, like, high-level high, high, high level, uh, training over there. Zach's 
you know, very good coach. Zach's a very good coach. You know, he comes from the same background I do, really. Um, a lot of the same coaches we worked over the years, but he, he's in good hands, and Nate's uh, turned, really starting to put some stuff together. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? <laughs> bro, that's <laughs> – that's my that's my uh that's my younger that's I, I wasn't laughing at you I'm sorry it was hard not to laugh at that I apologize <laughs> those Brojo guys are tough man uh, Mason Lewis came out of there he's uh he looks great yeah, yeah. Mason Lewis looks solid oh yeah wrestler I'm training with him with him. I helped him with um his stand up and he kept shooting takedowns on me and I was defending it. Uh, we also such a good wrestler, bro. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. We also we also train uh, cross train with um Viking up here in Auburn with uh Brad Brad Vargson. Brad, you know, Brad yeah. Brad's a really a real good dude. He's old school too, you know. So we go over there on Sundays or we'll pick up a day during a week. And Ashley's Brad, he's uh you know, they, they did a little bit better on the donations than we did at, at first. So Brad helped out paying for Nate's hotel and some of his, you know, his uniform and stuff. So, you know, yeah, we, we, we us old dogs got to stick together. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's a he's a super old school guy, too. I, I've been meaning to get up and train. It's just so hard. You guys are far from me. Like, it's a long drive to yeah. come up and train. Now I got the gym, too. But um, I, I meant to go up and train with him, too. He's an awesome guy. I love, love him to death. He's yeah, definitely great doing guy. A, great guy. Yeah, the right kind of training. How much is the uniform? You guys have a special USA like kickboxing uniform you gotta wear? Yeah, that was all included. Like the the hotels and the um, the hotels and the uniform was all included in the price. So we each paid. I, I believe I was like five ninety or something like that. That covered the hotel for the week. Me and Nate would share a room, and then the, you get the the USA. I believe it's USA uh, sweatsuits. Yeah, yeah. company shorts and like a uniform. Yeah, Mike, Mike, you know, got a great, a lot of great guys in there. Mike Walters is he's the, the head of it, so he's really uh, helping us put this together. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, um, um, yeah, a lot of stuff I'm not familiar with. You know, so I reaching out to Mike all the time and say, "Hey, man, how do I do this? Or what do we do? We do here? When, when does this do? Because I don't want to miss something." You know, like. What's it like growing up with your dad as your coach? Do you feel, do you think you have a um, a step up on the competition, or do you think it's tough because you have to go home with him and then you got to deal with him at home and like it's it's, it's always personal. Definitely a step up because I'm just home. If I want to hit mitts, I'm bored. I just ask him, let's go, let's go hit mitts, dad, or something like that. Same in training, and we'll go drive to the gym, get some sparring in. I love it. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. I, uh, hey, I Nate. got another question. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ray, go for up, it. Oh. Hey, Nate, how many titles you got? Nine or ten? Eleven. Eleven? Oh, oh yeah. no, I'm not really <laughs> keeping track. You know, I'm this guy. I'm about to get one more in Germany, though. <laughs> if, you're, if you're really, like, with the social credit score uh, kind of kid, you have all the titles on you right now hanging on the wall right behind you. That's, like, how, how the cool kids do podcasts. Well, they're hanging on the wall in the gym. Yeah, I, I – he, we talked about that before. I'm like, man, we ain't doing that crap, man. <laughs> We're not hanging them up for <laughs> interviews and stuff. I thought about like doing this. I go, hey, we could stop at the gym and grab a couple just to throw over. But you know, it's um, I told Nate all the time, man. You know, you, you don't you don't need to walk around telling people that you're good or whatever. You know, I learned a long time when I was a kid. If you're good at something, people just know, right? Because they actually speak louder than words, you know. So. 
he's he's really humble. A lot of people don't even realize he's you know he, he's a fighter, especially at the level that he's at. You know, like I would introduce, hey, this, oh, this is your son that fights. Wow, I had no idea. You know, because he's just he's just this humble, you know, compassionate um, young kid. You know, and it's just it's, but that that's. You know, you watch the fights, right? A lot of those guys that end up being really good fighters, you wouldn't know they were, like, killers in the cage either, you know? Yeah, for sure. He looks like he should be playing some, like, Minecraft or something right now. Yeah, <laughs> Minecraft for the violin or something. No, right? I actually like playing UFC. I was beating people up in UFC 4 earlier. That, <laughs> that game is terrible. You're grappling so hard. It's stupid. Yeah, I suck on the ground. They, yeah, they the stand the ground. Cool. I'll get submitted in two seconds. <laughs> I can't stand it, man. I go out there, I'm fighting all those games, I'm playing those games with him. Like, like he sucks. I whoop him in UFC keep, four, keeping it like all technique. Like that don't make no sense. You hit an angle step right there, you can't get hit with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why is that hey, jab Randy. not doing no damage? Right. Right. He jab you like three thousand times. Yeah, just spam, spam. Hey, hey, Randy, you looking? You look like you're in good shape. Are you gonna get back in the cage? Uh, I'm taking it by year, you know. I'm not in the best shape right now, to be honest with you. But like, um, uh, I can you get have. in shape fairly quick. It kind of works against me, you know. I always know, like, I mean, if I get serious, I, I can, I can get ready to go in a month, you know. So I had this. Uh, I'm gonna eat a ball of ice cream tonight and start tomorrow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, um, I thought about it, you know. I was gonna get, I was gonna fight last uh, November. Um, just, you know, life gets really busy, you know, um, I'm, I have a full-time job besides, besides the gym, you know, and, um, the last couple years, you know, I was been focusing on, you know, everybody pretty much knows it's no secret. I'm, I'm a recovering alcoholic and, uh, I lost a lot of things and I've really been fighting the last couple years to get it back. So I'm always fighting, not necessarily a fight in the ring or the cage, but I haven't ruled that out, but I, you know, I fight for my recovery every every single day so I can be there for this young fella. I uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but since you brought it up, um, what was it like going through that? Is watching your son, like, become great really helped you and helped you stay focused? Uh, yeah, so, you know, in recovery, they talk about how you got to want to do it for yourself, right? Like, in, in, in the very beginning, I, I, I didn't want to, you know. I mean, I, I ended up in a really bad spot. A lot of people know the story, especially in the MMA community. My my youngest son, the kid with that, just had the um, mask on here. He got very sick when he was a month and a half old. When we were up at the Calisanos Hospital, he had bacterial meningitis. And during that time, I, I fell off and in a five-year period. I lost, you know, what seemed like everything, right? Like, you know, my wife left and she, you know, every reason to leave. Um, I lost, you know, lost, lost, lost the house. I lost the gym. I ended up going to jail. And um, from jail, I went to the rehab to the halfway house. I ended up in Auburn. And I went to work at, uh, started volunteering at the place I work at now. Um, the first time I was there, I was handcuffed for a chair that's in my office today. And I work every morning. I work up at the same jail that I was at, right? And I remember, like, Nate, all the time I was talking to Nate because th th they were my reason why I was getting knocked down. Those kids were the reason why I was they getting up, up, you know? And um, But after a while, I had, like, any, the mark, you know what they say, the mark of a true champion isn't whether you get knocked down or not. It's whether you, you get up. back up. But then what makes somebody good the great is you figure out a way not to get knocked down as much, right? Like you got to make those adjustments. And 
these guys were my reason, you know, and then I started putting it together and I got, I started working on Nick's ride and we started the gym. And before that happened, you know, during a year and a half or whatever, Nate did a fight and Nate wasn't training anywhere else. He was waiting for me to get better. And um, when I moved to supported living, which is, uh, I was in the halfway house, went to supported living. I was in the family house where I got my kids on the weekend. We had our own place at that time. Um, uh, Bubba from full contact fighter who was, he reached out and said, Hey man, you know, let's get your kid on here. And so I got Nate ready to fight in the basement at the uh, supported mm-hmm. living, you know, and, um, had a couple guys come over and you know, train with them. And that was crazy. <laughs> and we went down there and, um, you know, I, I, I burned a lot of bridges, you know, I used to be the matchmaker for Gladius and really involved in other promotions as well. You know, when I, when I relapsed, I kind of went, I didn't kind of, I went, I went pretty nuts, right? <laughs> Burned a lot of bridges. But Bubba, Bubba was the first guy that reached out and, uh, you know, was real super loyal, great guy, um, great friend. You know, we started getting eight mashups down there at FCP. We started, you know, fighting about every show that he was having down there. And, um, you know, we, a lot of this wouldn't be, wouldn't it be possible if it wasn't for, you know, for, for Bubba reaching out and, uh, giving, you know, taking care of us down there and stuff. Cause I was just starting over. I didn't have money to even to travel and he was covering gas for us and everything else to fight, you know, until I got back on my feet. So I remember one time when we were going to my lanes, he, he, he crashed his new car. He just got <laughs> hit him, ran a motorcycle over, ran a motorcycle guy over. So then we didn't have a car all the way in the middle of Rochester and Bubba, actually, he gave us a ride to the fights, picked us up, gave us a ride to the fights. So none of this would have been possible without Bubba. Of course, he's got to bring up the motorcycle. I was hoping it The way he said it, it sounded like you ran a motorcycle guy over or you ran his motorcycle over. Yeah, it was. So we're pointing for the weigh-ins, and I got an ass in there, right? Like I, I was turning, he was turning. Um, you had a left. Yeah, right? yeah, he was turning right. And, we we collided and uh, I messed up his motorcycle right, right in front of the lane, right in front, right in front of it, right in front of it. I just got that car too, you know. I just got hey. that car for a month. It was the first car I had in recovery, right? So the light, life is looking good, and then bam, just like that, I'm right back without a car again. But he won the fight, so yeah, yeah. still won. <laughs> so did you run the guy over? Or did you run the motorcycle over? I didn't really run him. He kind of went flying over the hood. <laughs> Thanks for bringing this up. <laughs> you did. Kids will throw you under the bus. Uh, you ain't kidding. <laughs> That's right. My kids always tell me, tell about the time I, I got out of the car and I didn't put it in park and uh, it rolled back out into the street and they're sitting in the back seat in the car seats. <laughs> it happens, man. It's no big deal. Yeah, but yeah, Nate, I thought about way yeah. cooler if you rode, rode, rode a motorcycle guy over and not the motorcycle. That would be like a way better story. Yeah, the motorcycle is not a cool story. No, so yeah, so you know, a lot, lots of people that we've had, um, you know, relationships with in the past. So you know, over this past few years of Nate really putting the fights together, we've had a lot of support. You know, like you know, um. People said I'm over a fight, Ryan Ciotoli, you know, we big part of uh you know my fight career, and they want to have a career if I didn't, you know, probably have one, you know. So, you know, we were original the original bomb squad guys, you know, and 
now he's even when he's training with Zach, you know, Zach was one of the original Bomb Squad guys. So, you know, it's, it's like my old life and my new life and everything coming together. But the one constant thing is he was part of, you know, b- both of those lives. So, you know, we always say like in the gym, you know, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. You know what I mean? So he, he, he's seen a lot of stuff, you know, so has an Isaac. And bye, buddy. He's seen stuff or experienced experience stuff that he hasn't, he, he shouldn't have. But, um, be, you know, because of that, though, you know, it's molded him, been a part of what's molded him into the the man that he's becoming, you know. Sounds like it made you guys a lot stronger. I know, like, it must have been, like, personal health for you, but for your son to stick with you and your guys to be close like you are now, like, this is a good story, man. Like, I watch this, and I, I, feel, I feel my heart warming up to watching you guys, and your son is, like, so cool to you, like. He's still love. You can see the love in his eyes like right now. Like, I know that sounds like no homo, but I mean, it's, it's cool to see. You know, like I love it. Yeah, but my, you know, my kids are my are, are my life, right? Like, and that's one thing I've learned in recovery. There's a difference between being a father and being a dad, right? Like, I've always been a father, but this last three years, you know, I've learned I've learned and had the honor of becoming a dad. And um, you know, a lot of times, you know our perspective changes, you know, we, we end up being grateful for things that we might've took for granted, you know? So today, like there's so many things that I might not have as much as I used to have, you know, or I don't have a huge gym and, and things like that. But like, um, I really learned uh, to have gratitude and, and, and cherish the things that I have and, and do things that I'm not going to lose them. You know what I mean? Like, um, which I did in the past, you know, just like I was talking about earlier, you know, learn, learn from my mistakes. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And, you know, I, I had to make a change, you know, and for these, it wasn't fair for these kids. They didn't ask for the things that they were going through. I, I had to make a change. And at the end of my freight career, you know, I get injured, got, you know, I got hooked on pills and, got back into drinking and just, I wasn't, I wasn't in a good spot, but like these guys were my reason to get back up, you know, to beat that count. And then they're not only my reason to get up, they're my reason to stay up, you know? So. Do you feel that Nate, do you feel um, performance so well comes from like trying to please your dad and like show him that you're into the sport and you love him and you're trying to respect him? Yeah. Every time I fight, I, basically fight with this man i fight for me and fight for him and every time i go and fight i want to show him that i have improved every single time and i go and you know i just go win that's my goal i go out there and win and have fun that's the most important thing i have fun and i have fun with him cornering me in my fight too he even makes jokes in the corner sometimes oh man i get so nervous in that corner yeah so he starts making jokes <laughs> i get <laughs> i get uh like when i'm training my guys i get more nervous than i do when i fight and when i when i when i train my son i it's like 10 times more nervous, you know what I mean? Because there's that, there's that, like, there's that, there's, there's been times, like, as a father, I want to throw the towel in, though, but, like, no, but as his coach and knowing what he can overcome and what he's capable of, I don't. But I remember one time, one of his early fights, he fought, he, fought, kid, oh my goodness. he fought this tall kid from Canadian, oh, <laughs> Canada, and went up fighting in a Muay Thai. And, hey, this kept grabbing me in a Muay Thai clinch, kneeing the hell out of my body. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> fight. Nate, Nate hung in there and he really showed his toughness. You know, that Bubba says that's the fight that Nate turned it around, right? Like, that's when Nate showed how tough he was and what, what he would go, go through. But I remember after that fight, <coughs> he, 
his mom come in the back room where we were. Boy, I tell you what, I took oh, a she was screaming. I took a shellac. I took a shellac. <laughs> Oh, you yeah. have get hurt like that again. She was slapping. I me, almost came know? back though. I landed a huge overhand. Adam stumbling across the ring. I almost finished him. I was so close in the last round. The Canadian win the last lost. round. I don't think I won. I just landed a couple good punches, but no, he lost. He, he, lost, he, he lost. lost. No, the last round. Did you win the last round? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I just got. I was gonna say, if you came back, and you win the last that. round after two rounds of getting a shit knee on you. Like, yeah, that been man, crazy. that's pretty, pretty amazing. I got a comment. So hard to coach your kids balancing love and building them as athletes. Yeah, it, it, it is, you know, but it's probably one of the most rewarding things I've ever had the yes. thing to do too. You know what I mean? It's like when, when he loses, I lose. And when he wins, you know, I he win. Wins. And it's just, um, uh, it's just, it, man, I, I don't have the words to express that, that that feeling, right? Like that feeling, you you know, the feeling that you get when you win, both of you guys know, right? It's that yeah. when you win and get that arm raised in the cage, you know, when no words can describe that moment. But when you when you when his when his arm gets raised, man, it's like it blows that it blows that feeling right out of the right out of the water, you know. It definitely does. Like all, all the comments are a great bond. Like you guys are pretty amazing. I uh I didn't think that this interview was going to be anything like this when uh, when Ray set this up. Uh, honestly, Randy, I heard that you were like you're a little bit crazy, especially from like the drinking stuff. So <laughs> I was like, man, I can't wait to see like how this one's going to go. Like, and I didn't want to talk about any of the drinking stuff, but I'm glad that you brought it up, man. This, it warms my heart to see like not everybody says the right things about you. It's, it's good to see you, and like I can see the love in him that you're doing a great job as a dad, man. And that's an amazing job as a dad. Yeah, dude. It, there's so much love. Like I love, I love to see this, man. I can't tell you. Like this is totally not what I thought today was gonna be. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear this story. I'm glad I had you guys on. This is. Yeah. I'm glad Ray got you guys. I didn't have you on. Like Ray yeah, got it's you. Good, you know. This I had three awesome. years. Um, three. I actually had my three year sobriety date was last Wednesday, and um, you know that's what like uh, one thing you you know you learn in recovery, right? Like. The way I look at it, like I, I made it so complicated in the beginning in my recovery. And when I started thinking as my recovery like a fight, right? Like a championship uh, fight in boxing is 12 rounds. I don't have to win every round to, to, to win that championship, right? I can I gotta win seven. That means I'm gonna lose five and just don't get knocked out. So getting knocked out would be like picking up, right? Like um, so I can have those rounds that I have some bad days and some character defects come out, you know. But as long as I don't pick up and I, I still stay in that fight and I still have a chance the next round and I get more, I win more rounds than I lose, you know. And like, so I'm his coach as far as fighting, but in a lot of ways, you know, he's he been that motivational guy for me or, you know, giving me that fire. Like when I, but, but giving me some tough love too when I needed it. You know, I remember when I was gonna, when I was in jail three years ago when I was gonna get out, I called him up and told him I was gonna try to get bailed out. And he says, Dad, don't. You needed it. You, know? you need to stay in jail. That's and, what made him better. And when he told me not to right then, I mean, that's, that's that first time that I really, I went back to my cell and I was just like, you know, that's when I started to really start to click that, like, boy, I just gotta, I gotta surrender, you know, and, and like, surrendering usually tough right because if i'm surrendering like in the business and i'm in it's because i'm taking a whooping right but i i was taking a whooping you know maybe not a physical whooping but 
I was doing a lot of damage and I was taking a lot of damage and I, I needed just to give up. And it's because of uh, Nate and Leah Grace and, and Isaac that, that I could do that, you know, and, and like, they're my, uh, man, I love those guys so much. And uh, love you so much, I want to, I want to be, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for these guys. You know, I can I can honestly say that. You know, at the end of that, three years ago, I lost the will to live. You know, I didn't want to live anymore. And that's the, those decisions what ended me up in jail. And um, but then like these guys, you know, they were my light at the end of the tunnel. You know, so like the fact that now that we're going to Germany to represent the United States. And that he's he's stuck, you know, he's stuck there waiting for me to get ready to train him again and me getting to the point, me to get to the point where I could start training him again was was huge because that was that was one of the things that got me through some of the darkest times was like my Nate needs me. I gotta get there to train. He's I know how talented he was and we just had to get there again. So that you know that got me out of bed and that in the morning sometimes and got me got me heading in the right direction. I love it. So I got another question for you. I was going to ask this one a long time ago before we got all mushy and talked about like feelings and stuff. Um, <laughs> my son, uh, he's uh, just about to turn 17 and he's finally bigger and stronger than me. He's not close to beating me up, but he's getting closer. How old do you think you're going to be when you think you're going to beat your dad for the first time in a round? Uh, probably never, to be honest. Nah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm pretty close right now. I'm no ah. faster than him. <laughs> I love it. Like, what do you think? What do you think, Nate? Or uh, Randy? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. I never think you know it'll come to that. You know, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe smarter and and stuff. But like, um, you know, he he's 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 a lot more talented, you know, physically than than I was. He got a younger start and. Uh, yeah, I guess they say as a coach, you know, like they always say, like the mark of a true coach is if their guys can become better than them. You know what I mean? So if he gets to the point that he's better than me, you know, then that I, just makes you a good coach. Yeah, then that's that's a blessing. You know, I, that's what I would want. You know, and I think he's past that potential probably quite a while ago. You know what I mean? But I'm always going to be able to hit harder, so I always got that equalizer. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I always feel like my son didn't, uh, didn't have enough bad stuff in his life to make him be tough enough to beat me. So I don't think I'm ever going to lose either. Even when I'm like 90 and he's like in his physical prime, I'm going to smash that little soft kid. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't laugh at that one. He's like, man, I'm not going to smash my kid. I'm sad. Isaac, you got to turn that down, son. Way down. Thank you, buddy. Love you. <laughs> oh, Isaac's the best. Sorry man. about that, man. No, no, there's awesome. There's a lot of um, a lot of family to this podcast, and that's it, really a good thing. This whole this whole podcast has really been about family. I was gonna ask you a bunch of questions about fighting, and we got into your life, which is a way better story. And I think people are gonna want to see that story more, anyways. Yeah. Speaking of seeing that story right now, I'm gonna post in the comment the GoFundMe. So you can just click on this, and you guys can make a donation. Whatever platform you're watching on, um, it came through on all of them. So you can just click on it, and then it'll take you right to the GoFundMe. Um, these guys can really use it. Uh, if you're just listening now about the family stuff, you can go back and listen to how much it costs to go to Germany. And now 
you see the kind of bond relationship they have and like it's going to mean so much to them to go together as father and son to germany and represent the country of the united states Yes, it will. Man, I feel so good about this now. Like, I, I want you guys to go so good. <laughs> I love it. If you go and you're, you're going to go no matter what, but when you go and when you win, because I'm not going to even add the wit is to it now, what is that going to mean to you when you when you go there and you win representing your country, Nate? It's going to mean, mean everything. It will be such a big accomplishment to actually go in Germany and win. I've never been out of seas before. I've never been international. It's my first time going on a plane ever in a nine-hour plane ride. That's crazy. <laughs> so if I win, that's going to be huge for me. Huge. You better uh, get a little bit extra money so you can get the plane Wi-Fi. Nine hours without any internet access is a long Yeah, I'm probably going to download some Netflix shows or something. <laughs> <laughs> How about how about you, Randy? What's it gonna mean to watch your son go over to Germany and he's win representing the United he's, States? <laughs> um, it's gonna mean a lot, you know. If they have, you know, off of this, off of this, lots of possibilities could happen, you know, lots of opportunities. Uh, but uh, it's kind of surreal, really, that to, to really think about it that we're going over to Germany. At 17 years old, and he has the opportunity to bring back a medal for the United States of America. Dad, you know, so it's gonna. I wrote back the game time. What we need seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. Yeah. We had another seventy dollars on that gold. Seventy dollars, dog. Yeah, Dad. Yes, one's forty-nine, and other one's twenty-nine. Okay. Get the one that's ten. Get the one that's ten. Get the one that says free. <laughs> well, yeah. So the, the opportunity—I mean, it's 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 an honor and a privilege, right? Like, want to see him over there to get when he get over there. I, I don't know if I'll probably have the words to, you know, I won't have I won't have much for words, but I, I'm I'm proud already of him. You know, what I mean, and so like I I can't imagine the feelings I'm gonna have once he gets over there and performs the way that I know he can. Is, is there? What's the age grouping for what you're fighting? Is it 17, 18, 16, 17, 18? 16 and 17, and I think 14, 15. Yeah, I've been 16, 17. And then the weight class, it's in it's in kilograms, but I don't really know what it is in kilograms. But they were right around 143, 144 or something. It's whatever the weight is times 2.2. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I'll be at 143. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know the weight, dog. You're crazy. I love it. <laughs> no, it's right. It's six. It's kilograms, and like I talked to Mike, I think we're fighting. I think the, it's a one forty three pound division, so it's a little couple pounds less than forty five. So, I could be wrong. Yeah. I said later, bro. Two pounds up to one way or two pounds like up. One hour ago. We'll play a game together later. I got no. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll play it together when I'm done with this, all right? Uh, how about you give us like three more minutes? We'll, we'll wrap it up real quick for you guys. Like, give us like three minutes. three minutes, all right? Make it feel okay, man. Three minutes. Three minutes, okay? I, I get them out of here in three minutes for you so you can play. Yeah, three minutes. Peace. We'll get them out of here in two minutes. I love that. Oh, my God. So... Are you going to have uh, any trouble making weights? 43, like, not that bad for you? 
No, I usually fight at 145, right? and I fought at 135 a couple times, so 143 would be pretty easy to make. I walk around like between 150, 155, so it will be a pretty easy weight cut. He's not 22, right? No, 35. That's something, though. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I hate that's it why you were under 35. No, it wasn't. It was like 135. <laughs> look out for Guinness. Don't drink the Guinness because uh, the drinking age is a little bit different over there. Don't. Don't don't drink nothing. Just go train and get some get some nice good water in you. Yes, sir. I will. Yeah. Stay away. You sh- you got a perfect example and a reason why you shouldn't. And now you can go um, over there. You can I'm stay away from drinking. Get focused and smash people. Smash That'll people. be my advice to you. <laughs> smash people, not beers, right? <laughs> <laughs> or girls. But if you're gonna do it, at least over in Germany where they can't come back and get you. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we, can't, we can't think that way. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good boy. We're gonna keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't listen to caveman. Once your grandpa, dude. Once your grandpa, they call you grandpa forever. And uh, I'm sure <laughs> Coach Randy don't want to be called Grandpa Randy. <laughs> you will someday. Will someday. That's good. All right, man. I appreciate you guys' time. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for being open and honest. Um, your story is great, and hopefully, we get out to a whole bunch of people and we get you some more money. All right. Thank you so appreciate much for having, having us. It was on. an honor to be on your show. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. Fine. Thanks, Ray. Thank yeah. you. When you win, dude. When you win, you have to come back on. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I will. I'll give you. Guys All right. A I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Anytime. Thank have a guys. great night, guys. Peace. Yep. Good luck. Peace. Give them a video game. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Ray. Oh yeah, that was a great one. You know, young, talented guy from New York State, ready to, you know, go to Germany and win. You know. Yeah, that's um, that's good to hear. Good to see too. I'm I'm glad to see that Randy's life came together, man. I heard some bad yep. things about him, so I was a little bit nervous when we had him on the podcast. Yeah, but dude, like it sounds so cool. I hope oh, yeah. everyone that ever said anything bad about Randy listens to this podcast and sees the love that his son has for him. Right. I remember Randy, uh, uh, Nate fighting, and, uh, you know, he just got, he's bigger now, and he wants some ch- and belt titles. Uh, so he's a good, he's a young, good fighter. Yeah. And I, I'm sure Randy's, <laughs> Randy got to be proud, you know? Yeah, I would be proud. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, if we had a, if we had a son of ours fighting and he's being successful, that that's got to be a, one of the best feeling in the world. Yeah, especially why Can you imagine watching him lose though? Like how he said he wanted to throw in a towel for a match with the knees. Man, I understand that too. Oh yeah, it's gotta be tough. So at uh, nine o'clock, we got Mike Stevens coming on, and he's going. Yeah, he's going to Germany too. Yes, I'm sure his story will be much different. He's going to take me some Sammy's pizza over there and give me some beers. I'm going to smash some fools. That's going to be uh, Mikey Stevens. And I want to ask him, uh, I heard his opponent spit on him in in his fight. So I have a lot to ask him about his uh, FCP fight too. Um, okay. Yeah, so this is uh, – I got some stuff I want to talk to him about. Like, So uh, this is going to be a good, really exciting podcast. And that one's going to be right at 9 p.m., uh, I'm already back home, so I won't be late for this one. I, uh, <laughs> seven o'clock's really early. Well, race schedules seven o'clock ones. I'm like, oh man, I hope I can get there on time. 
But, I should. Uh, I'm sorry about that, Kevin. I'm so used to doing that seven for the West Coast yeah. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> seven on Wednesdays is fine. Seven on Sundays is like rough because, um, like, I got you. I uh, got you. My bad. That, that's yeah, my bad. I leave the gym at like six fifteen, so that's like to bad. get here by seven, sometimes t- I had to make a stop and uh, get some things, and uh, so that's good. But uh, we will see you guys in about an hour and twelve minutes. Look for Mikey Stevens. He's coming up soon. With that, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Helps with.